Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. Marion Lowry is a very, very busy woman. I've been talk- waiting to talk to her for a little while. Um, because Marion, now you're not the only one. There's two of you, female chimney sweeps in Cork. I don't know when I last saw a chimney sweep. I certainly never saw a woman doing that job. But there's actually there's actually two of you. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Very good. My my daughter Emma, she does she works with me a couple of days a week as well. So I I I I don't have the title of being the only female anymore. Would you be the only ones in in Ireland? The two of you, do you think? Uh, there was a girl in Dublin long ago, again, who took over her father's business. So right. I don't know if she's still in business or not. Now, that's what happened with you. Your dad was in the 70s he had a business. He did, in the 70s and the 80s and the early 90s. He got unwell, unfortunately, and he was in remission for a few years. So I started working with him. Yes. And then he was very ill again, so he had to give up and I continued on. So you kind of, you apprenticed, if you want, at his side, did you? I suppose I worked with him for about two and a half years. Yeah. And, um, you know, so I took over then. And I was only doing it part-time because I wasn't too busy. But when the stoves came out there in the last 15, 20 years, you know, it really got busy again. A lot of people now have stoves. These wood-burning ones, yeah? Uh, multi-fuel and wood-burning, both. And the pellet stoves now are also becoming popular. And they, they use flues, though, or, or do they use a, a regular chimney? Pre-2015, you could fit a stove into a regular chimney. You just put a connector on it. But now most people would have their chimneys relined with a flexi-flu when they're getting a stove put in. Yeah, it's much safer. You learned as a little girl, really. What age were you when you started with that? I suppose I was very young when I started answering the phone at home. We were the, f- we were the first in our street in Blackpool to have um, a phone, which was a big deal. Of course, I used to love answering the phone. And it's funny, but... I can remember some of the names from Longo that I'd still be going to today. Really? Yeah, not a whole lot now, but I'd still have a few. Where where was home? Out Blackpool or Dublin Hill? Where was it? Down at the end of Dublin Hill, right across from the grotto, just above Ganey's Pub. Everybody knows Ganey's. That's a landmark of its own. It is. There was a man who <clears throat> used to sit in the doorway there for years. He only had one leg. He used oh, to really? sit in the doorway on a sunny day. Might have been before my time. <laughs> Late eighties, early nineties, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Somebody listening will remember him. Would so, remember, yes, so then I'm you, sure. You, and when when Dad passed away, when when did he pass away? He passed away in two thousand and two. You had taken yeah. the business over to that stage. Well, I, my mother was saying at the time, "Look, if you don't want to continue on with it, that's fine." She said, "Your dad was so proud of you. Do you think that you did it? You know, and you know, you don't have to keep doing it if you don't 
I said, you know what, I, I keep doing it on a part-time basis. And I did for a while and then it got busier and it just kind of took off really from there. And people love the idea of a woman coming in to do a job like that. I was just thinking Especially that. elderly people, you know, they feel so safe and trustworthy. And, you know, I get people and I never met them before in my life. And they'd ring for an appointment and they'd say, I'm at work and can I leave a key out? And I'd say, like, yeah, that's okay. That suits you, you know. They'd have got me from somebody else. They'd have got a recommendation from somebody else that I had been to. You know, that's most of the work is all recommended. And also, can I just give one big shout out Go on. to the mums of Glenmire Facebook page, to Ger and Neve, because the local support I get in Glenmire from the mammies here is unbelievable. But I get people from all over the city and county. I even get calls from England from people who are members of the Mums of Glenmire and they have properties in the city and they might be rented out and they got my number from the Mums of Glenmire. This stretch that they have far and wide. Has the technology changed, Marion? I remember the chimney sweep coming to our house when I was a small boy. He was always filthy dirty and, and he had long brushes. Has the technology changed? Okay, the basic part of cleaning the chimney is still the same. You still use rods, but the equipment is different. Mm. And it's operated with a drill now as well, so it makes it physically, it's a lot easier. A drill? So you connect all the rods um, and when you get to the top, you put your drill on and then you drill down as you're coming along and remove the rods. There's a name on it now. Power sweeping is what they really call it. Power sweeping. The rods go up to the top. Yeah. And then at the end, you you attach the drill. You attach the drill and drill it away all the way down. And pull it down gradually. So basically, the principle is still the same. Now, we, we still have the old rods. I actually still have some of my father's rods because if we had a nest now in an open chimney, in a regular flue, we'd have to use the old rods and the, we call it a worm to pull out the nest. But only after nesting season is over. Yeah, because you can't touch it during nesting season. No, 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 no. Do you come, do you come me, across a lot you know, of nests? I actually, a couple of weeks ago now again in a house that I had taken one out of previously and they had another nest in it with a couple of dead birds. Pains me when I see that, but... During the summertime, we would really kind of see a good few people would ring us about nests. So we, we try to wait until August really to take them out. Yeah, because you're not allowed to take them out at certain times of the year. No, tonight. you're not. Yeah, yeah. Not when they're nesting kind of generally between, I think it's February and July. Yeah. Roughly. It might be a bit shorter than that, like, but we'd push it out a bit further if we could. Come back, come back to your dad. We were talking a week or two ago about unusual names. He was a Mintern. Mintern. M-I-N-T-E-R-N. And originally, his family came from the Marsh, Henry Street. We could trace the back there with the, the census back to, was that 1903, I think, around then. We could trace the name back. Down, down near the Mercy Hospital? Yes. Yeah. That would be where my great-grandparents came from. And my father lived on 98th Street. It has a French sound to it, doesn't it, Mintern? Yes, yes. And originally, I found one time in a book... Um, the name with an E at the end of it had originated in uh, a part of France, Normandy, I think. Like pe- people pronounce it differently, but it's actually Mintern. Long ago, people used to say Mintern, but it's actually Mintern. And all the Minterns and Cork are related, almost. There were some of them were boxers and sports people. Uh, did you have someone in the triathlon? My nephew, Chris Mintern. Yeah. He won the triathlon in Yall. He's a big triathlete he's living abroad now yeah and you had a boxer in the family my brother Declan he boxed with um, Glen Boxing Club 
It's amazing, you know, when you start to talk about names a few weeks ago, the number of, of people come back. Come back to the to the job, though, of, of, of cleaning out a chimney. How often, how often should we have it done? Really, we recommend every 12 months. There's very few people that we go to twice a year. There'd be people now maybe that would light the fire earlier in the day. They might have a back boiler system where they're relying on the fire to heat the radiators and the water as well. Yes. They might get it done twice a year, but generally every 12 months is what we recommend. And older chimneys now, they're, they're risky, are they? Do bits, could they be dangerous? Shocking. Shocking altogether. So we don't do any online chimneys anymore because you don't know what's going to come down. Yeah. Now, we would have a few customers that were going to for a long time. And we'd know the chimneys. So we do still do, but we don't take on any new online chimneys because you don't know what you're dealing with. Lining wasn't, wasn't standard practice until when? The 70s, really, started. Right. Yeah, around the 70s. Hmm. But no, like anyone that rings now and they, they say the chimney isn't lined, I say you get a camera test. And I always recommend Cork Chimney Specialists um, get a camera test and they'll tell you what you need done. And you need, Nine times out of ten, they need the chimney relined. What can happen in an online chimney, Marion? Well, you can always have loose brickwork falling down and you can always have the smoke escaping into the property next door. I see. You know, you could have a risk of carbon monoxide poisoning. And that's another thing I want to remind people of. Every house, if Mm. they have an open fire, if they have a stove, if they have gas heating, Mm. they should have a carbon monoxide alarm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very important. You'd be amazed at the amount of people that still don't have them. If you really have, important. If you have a gas fire, you know, the old gas fire in, in, mm-hmm. in the grate, should you get that chimney cleaned? It sounds like a silly question, I know. It's not a silly question. It's a very good question, actually, because a lot of people think that they don't need to be cleaned. We would recommend maybe every five years. Right. It's just in case there was any sort of a blockage or anything. You wouldn't get any soot, really, from a gas fire. Very yeah. little. Right. Or an oil, like an, an agar cooker now as well. We get a lot of people looking for us to clean the flues of an agar cooker. Yeah. And again, you wouldn't get a whole lot, but we do go and we, we do clean them. But we again, we only recommend every few, every few years. It's really just to make sure there's nothing blocking them. There was a classic wind-up on 96FM years ago oh, about yes. a chimney sweep. I'm sure you remember it. Oh, my God, we got such a laugh off that. My <laughs> father used to, we, we would say, and even today still, I often listen to it. Yes. It's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Why I brought it up, Marion, was because the the soot, like people would dread the idea. Oh, God, there'd be soot everywhere. It'll ruin me three-piece sweet, make carpet, it'll be no more good. How do you manage well, that? Well, we try to treat everybody's house like our own house, but if you... We had a job recently, I won't say where it was, and the lady rang up. She wasn't a bit shy in admitting she never had the chimney cleaned, and it was unbelievable. Now, you can't contain that kind of dust, Mm. no matter what you do. Mm. I always say, we are chimney sweeps, we're not magicians. If you didn't have the chimney cleaned, you know, if you never had it cleaned, you have to expect dust. I get people ring up sometimes and then didn't have it cleaned for five years or ten years. Say, would there be any dust? I say, well, there, there's always going to be dust on the mantelpiece because if there's not, we didn't clean it properly. Oh, really? Yeah. We'd always get a little bit of dust. Right. Always, always. That's normal. But generally, and, and like, you know, it's, it's, you would expect it. You would expect a little bit. Now, we seal up the, the stove or we seal up the chimney and 
generally, like, you wouldn't get any dust around. And we covered the furniture. I was in a house on Saturday, and the lady in the house said, oh, my God, she said, I can't believe you covered my furniture. Mm. I said, do you did have it cleaned last year, you told me? I know, she said, but they never covered the furniture. I said, it doesn't take three minutes to do it, I said. And it's just a precaution. Well, there's a the thing. You, you kind of, even if even if you're doing only doing a bit of painting in in your own front room, you'd cover everything. You'd cover, yeah, yeah. No, a lot of people wouldn't have anything covered themselves. But we always have sheets, so we always cover the furniture and the TV. But we don't cover anything that has ornaments on it for fear that we'd break something. <laughs> <laughs> Marion, we're in the first days of November or the end of October now, first of November. You You must be pretty busy running up to Christmas. Yeah. Very busy, really busy. Now, I'll be honest, we haven't got a whole lot of availability before Christmas. But I'm always saying to people, you don't have to have it done for Christmas. We're busy in January also and March mm-hmm. and February. You can have it done anytime. And I'm always saying to people, the best time to do it is between April and August when it's not too busy and you wouldn't be waiting four weeks for an appointment. It's a good time to do it. Once you have it done every 12 months, it doesn't matter when. But of course, there's a big push now for the for Christmas, for Santi, to make sure that the chimney is cleaned before Santi comes down. Of course, chimney has to be cleaned. Yes, for, exactly, for exactly. What do you do to, to, to relax when you get a chance to relax? I like to travel. That's my big thing. Where do you go? I like Las Vegas, Lanzarote. They'd be my two spots. Well, I've I've, I've been to Lanzarote many times, but never to Vegas. What's what's is, is is Vegas as mad as they say? It is. You either like it or you don't. My husband went one time. He hated it. We went on a Grand Canyon trip. He loved that, but he didn't like the whole noise business. So I go with two friends of mine. Shout out to Margaret Newton and Margaret O'Herlihy, my travelling buddies. Right. We're off next month, actually, to New York for a long weekend. Brilliant. So that's my thing I like to do um, when I have a bit of time off. Have you gone to the, you've gone to the Grand Ole Opry, have you? Oh, God, I was there in March with Tom, my husband. We had a fabulous time. We're after being a few times now, but I love country music, American country. That's my thing that, as well. That's the Hollywood of country, isn't it? Yes, definitely, definitely. Everybody, anybody that likes music, it doesn't have to be country music, but anybody that likes music needs needs to try Nashville once. It's fabulous. Yeah, yeah. I've heard so fabulous. many people say that you don't even have to. You don't, don't even have to. I, I do, but you don't even have to like country music to. No, you don't. No, there's just a fantastic scene there. You know, music scene. It's brilliant. And then brilliant. Lanzarote is fairly quiet. It's the polar opposite of Las Vegas. <laughs> The actual pole, and I love it because it's so chilled out. We stay out in Matagorda. We're staying. We're going out there years, and we love it. I know Matagorda yeah, we very well. Yeah, we love it. We got married out there actually seven, sixteen years ago. Myself and Tom, lovely spot. So that's what I do to relax. I let you get back to your chimneys, but before I do, you you want to stress: do not burn that old deck board or anything like it oh, in your wood stove. Nothing like that. Good dry timber, smokeless fuel, briquettes, yeah. good turf if you can get it, which is hard to get, but if you can get it, yeah. I probably shouldn't be recommending that, but anyway. <laughs> um, smokeless coal, good dry timber, you can't go wrong. And get your chimney cleaned every 12 months. People with a few spare deck boards out the back would be inclined to cut them off. Oh God, no, no, and it's really bad for the environment. And it's really bad for a stove, for a multi-fuel stove, to burn anything like that really bad. It damages all the, the, the insides. 
Marion, I wish yourself and your daughter well, and I wish you a lot of success. Lovely talking to you. Bye. Bye-bye. Cheers. Cheers, Marion. Corks 96 FM.